Welcome on back to the next episode of Country and Cold Cans Podcast. Today we uh, have a special guest or special guests with us. We have uh, Jack Marion and the Pearl Snap Prophets. How you doing, guys? Pretty good. Doing well. Good. Can't complain. Yeah, man. Loving the lovely weather here in Raleigh. Hot as hell in this yeah, part of the state. It is. Feels great. <laughs> yeah. Feels great. Uh, I was just talking about with some of the guys before, like how they weren't expecting it to be this humid and this hot, but... It's just, I even for, what, it's like late September, early October, and it's still like 90-something. Yeah, it's like insane. there are people still going to the beach right now, like hanging out like <laughs> at the ocean. But, you know, that's North Carolina. Yeah, I guess you. so, yeah. It lasts until October. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate you guys coming on, man. I <clears throat> I saw you guys at that uh, local beer, local band uh, a while back. Uh, it was, I think it was a couple months ago or so at the Poorhouse yeah, in downtown yeah. Raleigh. Like that was, in, uh, like, early August, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was, it, it was you guys and uh, Whiskey Foxtrot, and uh, the name escapes me. Up our good buddy, Mr. Chris McGinnis. That's right. Our yeah, good right. friend, yeah, Chris yeah. McGinnis. Yeah, man, uh, that was a kick-ass show. Yeah, it was a kick-ass show. We had a great time. Yeah. Uh, Chris is a really good friend of ours, and he is a great writer. Just right. put out an awesome album. Love those Whiskey Foxtrot boys. Uh, they do some great music too. They're getting ready to put out a new album, so and we love playing in Raleigh. So oh yeah, man, it's a ton of fun. Good Poor city, House man. Is awesome. Yeah. I love the Poor House. It's like I the best show I ever saw there was uh, last year when um, the hurricane came through and the American Aquarium show at the oh, Arena yeah. got canceled. He did a free show. BJ did a free show at, at the uh, yeah. at the Poor House, and that was awesome. awesome. Getting to see the full band in that little of a venue it was cool. Yeah, that's one of the few places we play that actually has a green room for us. Oh, so yeah. we kind of like yeah. that. And we don't get that treatment a whole lot. Oh, a lot yeah, of man. free beer. Oh, yeah. Hey, free beer is the best beer. It is the Only best followed beer. up by cold beer. Yep. <laughs> but, so guys, like, uh, how would y'all describe your sound? Because, like, when I was, like, I always have a hard time describing people's sounds. I want to know how the band does it, so I, I you know, I kind of, like, call it what they call it. So how would you describe your sound, I guess? First question I have. I honestly think we're just straight up rock and roll. Rock and roll? We just happen to have something. Right, so you said uh, you kind of consider it just like straight up rock and roll? Yeah, I think we're mostly just following the rock and roll path. We just happen to have southern members. So, yeah. <laughs> or anything we say. So I guess you could say southern like rock. But yeah. Um, I don't think there's really, I don't think we really fit anywhere. I think we're a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. We're kind of like Donnie Marie. <laughs> right, uh, right. But I don't think we really fit necessarily in like, I, and I hate the word Americana. I think yeah. that's kind of a cop out sometimes. But yeah, this next album is definitely more rock and roll than anything. I don't know. Do you two have any thoughts on that? I think we're pretty rocking. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Marcus. Was it Whiskey Meyer say we're gonna die rocking? Yeah, may as well. Yeah, yeah. but so. yeah, I, I, I'm kind of with you on that. Like, I'm, I don't. I've never really liked the term Americana. I think that it's kind of like when more roots influenced artists kind of got pushed out of the mainstream country space. Yeah, and when rock absolutely. As a uh, mainstream format, just kind of isn't as viable as it once was. It, you kind of got left in no man's land, and that's what people start yeah. this catch-all term. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. It's a, it's a catch-all term for. Uh, those folks that don't get played on the radio as much, right. even though they're making, you know, good, solid music yeah. all around, um, it's really a place to put, I guess, the misfits of country and rock and right. whatnot that yeah. don't really fit in the in the radio standards. But um, yeah, just don't don't like the term. Right. Never yeah. really have. Tyler Childers kind of was talking about that when he, you know, that thing when he accepted the award, uh, uh, I guess, for say, Americana. Hey, <laughs> Amer- he here. said Americana, no part of nothing, exactly. or something like that. He's so. like, he's like, I identify as a country artist. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, but yeah. So uh, you guys are from Boone, North Carolina, correct? Yeah. Yeah. State? yeah. We're all. Music coming out of there. Yeah. There's a lot of great bands um, that have come through there, and 
it's an awesome music town. These yeah. guys are way more involved in the scene uh, than I was. These guys are all in like three or four bands a piece. Right. And so, cool. uh, but there's an awesome music community up there. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that. Like the, I've never actually been to Boone, so it's like I don't really, really? know much about the the local music scene. And um, I, so, I mean, like, are there a lot of venues to people for people to play? Like, what's the kind of you said it's a diverse, very eclectic kind of um, like genre. There's a there's a big house show scene mm-hmm. as well as like. A decent bar scene. Right. There's, there's a lot of bands in Boone, and because of that, I feel like that's where the uh, house shows come in. Yeah. There's a lot of underage crowd. Yeah. 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 I got you. You won't um, you won't run into many like cover bands. Right. If that's a good way to put it. Okay, like yeah. you won't be like walking down the street and just go by bars and hear like cover music all night. Yeah, you're not gonna hear Wagon Wheel six times. No. No, like, not yeah. usually. If you do, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> yeah. We'll find that guy. Yeah. But um. There's some solid venues that you can hear really good music at. There's Boone Saloon, which is one of our, our homes. We love playing at Boone Saloon. Uh, the Tap Room. Um, there's a couple other nicer stages around town. But, yeah, a, a, a big, I guess, underground DIY scene uh, yeah. all around Boone. Yeah. You see a lot of the same people at the house shows and a lot of the same people at the venues. But there's not a ton of crossover, I feel like, between that. Right. You know. Exactly. That's pretty cool. Like I, I know that um, Raleigh used to be have a better music scene than it has now. It's kind of like as this the city has kind of had a, hit a bit of upward mobility. They've kind of knocked down a lot of the old dives that people used to play. They're like Ryan yeah. Adams and people used to play on Hillsborough Street yeah, and apartment complexes. Those are the bands that yeah. really uh, kind of got me into wanting to be as far as like playing music with a band. Like yeah. those early Whiskey Town records are oh, really. Yeah. Some of Fantastic my favorite records. albums still, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, so, like, that actually is a good segue into, like, what are some of y'all's, like, influences, I guess, personally and as a band as a whole? We can go around the circle yeah. and, and talk about it. You can start. You haven't talked much. Uh, is this Chandler Bell, bass player? Well, for me, playing bass, uh, growing up, I just listened to a lot of, like, classic rock. Um, wow. Rush is my favorite band. Getty Lee is a bass player. I like to think of myself as the outlaw Getty Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Same with, uh, I grew up listening to a lot of like ACDC and Leonard Skinner and stuff. Currently, my favorite band is Led Zeppelin. John okay. Bonham's my favorite drummer of all time. Right, right. You can call me the outlaw John Bonham. <laughs> no, we can't all do We're this. not going to start that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we um, I had a bunch of different, I guess growing up, um, a bunch of different stuff was kind of thrown around. My dad was kind of more the, the classic rock type stuff. I grew up playing like bluegrass music and listening right. to bluegrass music um, from a small town that really loves bluegrass and old time. Um, I had that side of it and I loved bluegrass music and songwriting and uh, the Eagles were a really big band when I was young and then once I kind of got into high school I started finding like more and more artists that were, I never really played country music or anything similar to country music until I kind of started finding guys like Jason Isbell. Um, and then American Aquarium was one of the really big ones. They're, they're probably my favorite band. Of they're time. up there for me. Um, and, yeah, those two guys. Springsteen's a big one. Oh, yeah. Um, boss. Started, yeah, I started digging in more and more to him. I still think he's, like, the greatest songwriter ever. Right. Um, but, yeah, those are my real real big ones as far yeah, as yeah, as far as music goes. Yeah, I'd say I'd come from a pretty diverse background in music. My dad, same as Chandler, got me into Rush. And that's one of my favorite bands of all time. I love that frog rock type stuff. Um, my brother listened to a lot of like emo, angsty sort of music. 
and I'm currently in an emo band, and like, <laughs> it definitely has influenced me a lot. Bands like Pine Grove, and Mineral, American yeah. Football, um, and then the classic rock bands, of course, Zeppelin and, right. and Rush and stuff like that. Yeah. It's funny, like every time somebody mentions Rush, it makes me think of that movie with Paul Rudd and Jason C. Oh, yeah. Slap in the bass. Yeah. Slap in the bass. I think that's kind of like the cool part of like playing with these boys is that, you know, none of them have ever really played in, a, in a, anything we're close, I guess, to a country band. Right. And right. so we're just bringing all these different tastes to the table, and uh, I think it makes for a pretty unique sound. Yeah. I hope. Yeah, so that's like that's what I was thinking too, because like I when I heard your first EP, um, and then I heard you live, I thought the live sound was a little bit more indicative of like I, what I'm expecting from the next record. Yeah, because um, it's it's a little, your your live sound was a lot more rock and roll than what the first EP sounded. Like. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That first EP was uh, it was actually pretty interesting because it was kind of like a learning curve for all of us. Right, and we really didn't we really weren't a band for that long when we put that EP together. Um, and that first EP is pretty much me trying to just copy Turnpike and, <laughs> right, and just yeah. trying to be like Turnpike. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to copy somebody, they're probably one of the best bands of all time. Yeah, I think one of the first times I talked to Chandler about playing bass for me, I was like, dude, you got to check out this band Turnpike Troubadours. Like, they're, my, they're like the best band doing it right now. <laughs> and I was just, I was trying to write and trying to be like Evan so yeah. much. And then on this next record, I just kind of, I didn't want that. I was yeah. like, I need to just write. What feels more natural to us. Right. We tried to cover Doreen. It didn't oh, work. Did it didn't yeah. work. Yeah. I covered never... Doreen like acoustically, <laughs> and it's fun, but it's like it doesn't pack the same punch. We could never really get it down. Yeah. That's yeah. old night. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Because I joined the band like a week before I tracked. Oh um, yeah. I had oh, I'd yeah. never played country guitar, so I was just trying to figure it out as I went along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We um. We actually ended up taking a member out of the band, oh, one yeah. of the original members, <laughs> right when we were in the middle of an EP tracking, and we had to go, because we found Owen, and we, yeah. he's just a ripper. Yeah. I mean, you've seen him play live, he's right. just, he's oh, just yeah. a straight up rock god, and uh, <laughs> we had this guy, and it just wasn't he's working out. Rock he really yeah. is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that works. Um, yeah, we ended up retracking guitar parts when he joined, yeah. and it's just, that whole first EP was... Originally, Chandler mostly played upright bass when we played out and about, and he was using mostly brushes and train beats. Like yeah. we were trying to be like right, yeah. mostly a country band, and it just didn't fit us for yeah, a little while after. It's kind of like what I noticed when I listened to that. And I saw you guys live. I was like, "This is a, yeah. quite a bit different." <laughs> it's a I was big like, change. it was different in a good way, though. Like I, I yeah. definitely heard some. Um, when I was reading your your website, I definitely heard some American Aquarium and Tom Petty kind of influence. Yeah, in big your live sound. Um, that first American or well, American Aquarium, I got in on the on the train there right around Wolves. I remember yeah. hearing Losing Side of Twenty Five. Oh yeah, I um, was like the first one. And yeah, I can tell you, as someone who's twenty five years old, it's that song completely is true. true. To life. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I like American Aquarium so much. He writes about real stuff. But I saw him uh, first show. I saw him was at the Blind Tiger in Greensboro. Oh yeah, and that was kind of the show where I was like, oh crap, you don't have to be, yeah, you know, Garth Brooks or, uh, you know. Trace Atkins or any of those other yeah. big guys, you know, you don't have to be a Luke Combs to do, yeah. you know, music full time and uh, just that rocking sound too was really what I. Yeah. That's yeah. always what I've been the goal with the band. I think we finally got to that point. Yeah, I feel like the first EP was definitely more of a Jack Marion and the Pearl Snap Prophets album, and this upcoming album is more of like the Pearl Snap Prophets. Yeah, definitely. Right. Sort of transcended, yeah, you know, definitely. a leader in a band. It's That's just a, a band now. It, yeah, it's yeah. just a band. 
So, so talking about the new record, when's the expected release date? Do you have an idea yet? We're looking at that right now. Uh, Mid-October uh, for at least a single, and then we'll probably put the whole thing out as early as we can in like November. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just depends on how quickly we can distribute it to yeah. all the different... Yeah, I'm not going to give anything away, but I was telling the guys before that Jack sent me the, the link for the Masters uh, the other day, and I got to preview a couple of the tracks, man. I listened to the whole record all the way through. It's killer. Thanks, I'm excited man. for yeah. people to hear we it. We appreciate like, that a lot. There's three tracks in particular that I think are, are phenomenal. Oh, yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Right, that's that's yeah. really that's really great to hear. Yeah. We, we were kind of worried about it, or at least I was, because like, it's a little bit of a step away from the last one. The last one did pretty well, but... Yeah. I think oh, yeah. it's a solid step forward. Yeah, any southern tinged rock and roll is right up my alley. Oh so, well, good. Yeah. That's what yeah. maybe that's what we just need to be—just southern tins rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll start calling that's it. That's our genre. Now. That's our genre yeah. now. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Not so, southern rock. Southern, yeah. southern, southern tinged rock. And roll. <laughs> southern tinged rock and roll. That's better. I like that. So, uh, how did the band form? Because I know like all you guys went to App State. So, like, how did that kind of? Start? You want to talk about it? Yeah, me and Jack were going to a house show. Yeah. I don't know, we were just talking about starting a Southern Rock band, kind of. That's such a lame way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. Like, I got an idea. Let's start a band. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, really. Every band ever. So, yeah. yeah. We got to practice with another drummer and another guitar player, and it just did not work out. Yeah. <laughs> After about a month, a couple of months of trying to find people, we finally found a group of people that could play together. We found Marcus and got it together. Yeah, originally it was just going to be like, I just want to do music with just me and like a bass player. I even right. listen to a band called the Michigan Rattlers. I, I have they're been. out of Michigan. They do like just like bass and acoustic guitar and right. Yeah, of course yeah. they're out of Michigan. <laughs> out of Michigan. Out of Michigan. <laughs> they're uh, and they do kind of like singer songwriter stuff with just a bass and a guitar. I was like, right. oh, we could do something like that. And yeah, right. it was that night we yeah. were we were dashing in between house shows. Right. I think he drove me out to a metal show, and I drove him out to like a singer songwriter show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we just started talking about country music and. He was like, oh, I, I played upright bass. And I was like, I'm looking for a bass player. <laughs> and then you, do you remember how we talked about joining the band? Because I, I hit you up. That's I true. Sure, yeah. Well, it was after the Yes concert. We saw each other yeah. at the Yes concert. <laughs> yeah. And I saw Marcus in the crowd, and I was like, he was telling me he wanted to start playing more. Right. And he was, yeah. So. Yeah. And then, oh, and that's the big, I guess that's the big tale. You can talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really like to talk about it very much. <laughs> it kind of makes me feel guilty. Uh, uh, it's for the um, best. Yeah, I had known about this band, Jack Marion and the Pearl Snap Prophets, and knew everyone in it and was having lunch on campus with the original guitar player and, and Jack. <laughs> and the guitar player was talking about how he couldn't make a show, and I was like, I'll fill in. I'll play. It's a big mistake. <laughs> yeah, big that's, mistake. that's where you went wrong. And so we had one practice, and after that practice, they asked me if I wanted to be in the band. And I was like, well, what about the other guy? <laughs> <laughs> it was a... Like, uh, well, detail. We'll yeah, yeah, no, we, yeah. we sorted out. That was that was the, the interesting phase. But yeah, I mean, I just found these great players. And then we have another guy in the band, Matt Gard. He's not with us right now. Right. Uh, he's playing another band. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, no, not he's, he's not he's not dead. Uh, he's playing with another band right now, and um, I don't know. I think we we were gonna add Matt to the band originally because we wanted a keys player, and then Matt came out to a practice. Yeah, and that's kind of how we got Owen into the band too, because him and Matt played right. in a band together oh, as yeah. well. So yeah. that kind of helped a lot too. Originally, we were just gonna ask Matt to join, 
And then we decided to ask you as well. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I hear that. So when when you guys do like tour a little bit, one of my questions I like to always ask uh, bands are, what are the band jams? What is what are the stuff you keep on the rotation? Ooh, that's a good question. That is. Uh, keep your hands to yourself. Keep your hands. <laughs> <laughs> we uh. We were jamming some Pine Grove on the way down. And yeah. that new Sturgill record, too. Oh, yeah. New that new Sturgill album. Oh, you mean on the way, too? Yeah, two gigs. Oh, yeah. Two what's, gigs? The, what's the jam in oh, the car? We were, we were listening to some heavy stuff on the way up here today. <laughs> <laughs> we got all sorts of tastes. And when you're riding yeah. with Matt, you usually end up listening yeah. to some funk. Some funk jazz, right. something. Yeah, right. some um, jazz, something like that. But, yeah, we were listening to that new Sturgill record, Pine Grove. I listen we'll listen to Blink-182 if we ride together. Yeah, we listen to We listen to a whole Blink album one time on the way home from a show. <laughs> it just depends, man. Late nights, you just get in like, certain moods for certain things. Yeah. and like Sometimes you're so tired, anything on the radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just something with energy. It's a lot funny. of the time, the last thing I want to listen to is country music. Right. After playing a country you music show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> that's true. Fill. It depends. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned Blink-182. Co uh, Wetzel's been covering Blink-182. Has he really? really? I saw That's him in Virginia Beach back oh, really? in July, I want to say. That's he awesome. Covering. I bet that was an awesome show. Yeah. He seems was, dude, Like, yeah, if you guys get a chance to see him, like, uh, it's one of rowdy shows. I bet. It's not one to take your girlfriend to. Ah. But it's, uh, it's a rowdy <laughs> show. It's a good time. But, uh, so, one thing that I'm always, like, very interested in when I'm talking to artists that, like, especially ones that are in bands and tour instead of just, like, hanging around Raleigh and everything. So, like, I've been writing for, for since college, so probably about five or six years now. And, like, so I'm, I'm fascinated by the songwriting process that bands have. Do you all do a lot of co-writing, or is it, like, solo writing, by, and then you find the arrangements, or how does that work for, for your band? Usually Jack writes the music, mm-hmm. and we kind of help arrange it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I would say more on this new album than anything, which kind of goes back to what you were talking about. Yeah. On the first one, it was definitely just Jack bringing us songs that were already written. Now it's more Jack will bring us a chord progression and some lyrics, right. and we'll piece it together and add our own individual elements. Yeah. I think that's what makes this new record so cool is that it's um, they have a lot more... Um, I guess they put a lot more of their own selves on it. Like you can like hear a drum part and be like, "Oh, that's Mark." Like Marcus made that drum part and he made that drum feel like really cool. Right. And then you hear oh, yeah. like the bass lines are all like pretty much Chandler. But yeah, yeah usually it's just uh, write a song, bring it to the boys, and if they like it, they like it. If they don't, they'll tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And for you, when you're writing, do you like typically come out with melody first, or is it like? Um, it depends, man. I think writing is such a such a weird process right um i think it is pretty spiritual I, yeah usually oh yeah, I, I i can't i'm really bad at like about like making myself sit down and write mm-hmm. um although i know like i need to like uh, yeah um songwriting is an interesting process I, I don't make myself like sit down and write um i use most of the time uh, i'll just have like lines come to me uh, like I think What a Shame was just written right. with like lines like yeah. the first line and then um, yeah um, a lot of them are just kind of Devil and Me was yeah. inspired by like billboards that were right. on the side of 77 oh, yeah. so things just come to me and I just kind of write and the melody kind of forms I kind of know what I right. want it to sound like as I'm as I'm writing it in my head and yeah. I'll put it down in a notebook or I'll write it down in notes and whatnot yeah. and just kind of form it from that, there man. that's yeah. kind of like I have similar uh things that happen like I keep a uh, iPhone note of things like lines that have sometimes they turn into songs sometimes they don't but like that's 
I, I totally feel you on that. Yeah, I, I mean, my notes are filled with just one-liners that <laughs> yeah, are yeah, just, you I, know, exactly. they may never make it, and they may never see a lot of days. Oh, so. yeah. But yeah. I know they're uh, they're kind of calling yeah, over there because yeah. you got to get on the stage here soon if you want to, you know, talk about what yeah. your next shows are. Um, so we got a bunch of different shows coming up. Uh, we got some pretty cool ones. We'll be back in Raleigh on December 17th at okay. the Tin Roof. Um, oh, yeah. I, I saw that on your website. I'm planning on coming to that show awesome. at the Tin Roof. Yeah, it's a awesome. new venue. Yeah, it is. Venue. And... Um, all dates are available at www.jackmarion.com. Um, go give us a follow on Spotify. The new record will come out pretty soon. Uh, give us a follow, and that record will be directly in your uh, weekly playlist and whatnot. We really hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, other than that, you know, buy merch, come to, sh- come to shows, you know, come see us sometime. Hell yeah, brother. So. I appreciate y'all coming on, man. Yeah, man, thanks for having us. Yeah, we man. really appreciate it. It's awesome. Yeah, that'll be this episode of the Country and Cold Cans Podcast. We'll see you next time.